Welcome to CIR Realty Business Mastery, where we present on topics that will help you build a successful real estate business. While you're here, be sure to subscribe to not miss any new episodes, as well as leave us a five-star review. That'll help others discover us too. We hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, welcome back. And thank you for hanging in there. I know uh, COVID isn't the most exciting topic, but this one is. So we have the simplest, simplest strategy for business planning. Um, and I'm going to go through that equation at the end of this. But we've been talking a lot about business planning the last couple of meetings, uh, creating a proper business plan. But what it all boils down to is having a list of people and providing value to those people. So some of the ninja principles, and I'm going to go through this and, and also what we offer as a company to help you guys stay in flow and then the benefit of uh, having a proper marketing and system in place and, and hopefully help you guys uh, with some business planning as we, we prepare now. A uh, quick side note to that is that tomorrow's Ninja Strategy Group is actually going to be talking about staying in flow with people. So um, keep in mind that if you want to attend a Ninja Strategy Group, there are some criteria. So you must be committed to actually uh, abiding by the, the Ninja principles and, and taking action. Uh, you have to have attended a Ninja, Ninja installation in the past or read the Ninja, Ninja installation uh, book. This is also on Audible, I believe. I think Larry Kindle just had it um, transcribed into Audible. Um, you must have uh, attended one of the recent Ninja webinars that we, ha we had uh, Don Tennyson do for us. Those are all recorded under the recent um, videos on the video library. And yeah, so those are the criteria if you want to attend the Ninja webinar. Now, diving into the, the flow principles. So I actually just ran this calculation um, based on 2020's numbers. So being that the year wasn't completely finished, I had to, to make some educated guesses. But they talk about the number of households in the province. They talk about the number of owner-occupied homes in the province, uh, the, the number of transactions, and the uh, number of uh, buyers and sellers ends so that that gives us our, our transaction rate. So I did some quick numbers. The last census information that I could find, um, only it showed 1.65 million homes being owner-occupied in the province, and that's out of our 4.4 million people uh, as a population in the province. So I did some quick math, and since 2006, there has been about 9% property increase. So I bumped up that home uh, owner-occupied number to 1.8 million, just to adjust a little bit because there are more uh, homes owned, and I'd rather skew on the, the side of safety for these calculations. So far, year to date, across the province, there's been 94,514 sales. Um, if we bump that up by about 4,000, 4,000 sales in December, which probably be pretty close to where we end up, um, that put us about 98,000 sales for the year. And then the transactions, we would multiply that by two. So let's call it 190,000 transaction ends. So that's buyers and sellers. There's two ends for every transaction in the province. Uh, hopefully that makes sense. Now, th that means our transaction rate, transactions divided by the number of homes owned, um, would be 
just over 5%. It came out to just under 5.5%, but I'm going to bump that down to 5% uh, just so that we're erring on the side of caution. Now, that is much lower than what we've seen from other years past. So we're dealing with a, a little bit less transaction rate. Now, the other part of this equation, we know 5% of the, the homeowners that we're going to be, uh, the, the homeowners that we know, there's going to be 5% of them moving in 2021. Regardless, there's life circumstances that change. So keep that number in mind. Now, the other part of this equation is there was a study done called the Harrison Interactive Survey, and it was done across North America. And they actually found that the average person knows four people that move every year. So out of the people that you know in your marketing influence, those people know four people now that, that are gonna make a move. Now, I say they only know one person because it is very difficult to get a referral. So again, erring on the side of caution, if you have 150 people in your marketing database, 5% of those homeowners are thinking about making a move and then they know 150 people that are going to be making a move and 5% of those people are going to be. What I've seen through all of these business reviews that we've done is that if you don't have any marketing systems in place and you just focus on doing a great job in real estate, building trust, being fantastic at your job, you can pretty much bank on a 5% referral rate from your existing clientele. So, 5% of the homeowners are making a move, 5% referral rate, that gives us our 10% transaction rate. So keep that in mind, the 10% transaction rate. Now, before I dive into flow and the calculations, I do want to make a mention because this is what really brought this home for me. There was an anthropologist named Dunbar. And he came to the conclusion that the average human can only manage 150 relationships at any given time um, without the help of any systems or strategies on top of that. Now, the 150 people, there's five close friends. There's about 12 to 15 good friends. There's 50 people within your immediate sphere. And then there's 150 people that you're able to actually stay connected with and understand what's going on in their lives. When I first heard about that, it wasn't so much about, okay, I know how to stay in touch with 150 people. I started thinking, okay, it's my job in sales to stay within somebody else's 150 person sphere. And that's the real challenge with real estate and being in flow with people because as you're client's uh, son joins a hockey team and that hockey coach is a realtor. They're going to become more in flow with that hockey coach and likely use them in the event that they end up selling their home. So staying in flow isn't so much about staying connected with your people as much as staying within their sphere of influence so you don't get bumped out, if that makes sense. Um, a good example of this is that, like, and just in flow in general, is your clients probably aren't going to care if you send them a Christmas card, or they're not going to care if you don't send them a Christmas card, but they will care if you do. If that, so basically it's the thought that counts and it's a reminder that you're still there. All of the work that you've done, building the trust, keeping connection, we all become friends with our clients as we're working through a sale. So just staying connected is, is critical. Um, so I scratched together some examples of 
staying in flow. And this is all, you can see my handy dandy pen, penmanship, but this is all stuff that we do to help you guys stay in flow. And we're trying to take more off your back end so that you don't have to do so much. So you can just focus on building the relationships. We believe that every single transaction, whether or not it's an online lead or uh, your fifth sale with a, a previous client, it all stems from building trust and creating a relationship. I say a transaction will not happen in real estate if you haven't been able to build trust or establish a real estate um, relationship in, in some way, shape or form. So you're taking all of those web leads, uh, open house signs, past clients, new connections, um, networking connections, different ways to uh, build out your, your marketing database. And then you're plugging that into a system, whether or not it's through BombBomb, connecting with people. BombBomb has some uh, fantastic drip campaigns just to, to plug in some marketing strategies. Um, KV Core offers some fantastic CRM options where you can text everybody in your, your database and, and make it personalized or drip campaigns. Um, the monthly Best My Nest newsletter and uh, membership. This is really structured to home ownership in general, not so much sales, but providing value through the out, throughout the entire home ownership experience. Then you have your community market report. Um, through prospects, we have a fantastic community market report where Gary Williamson actually goes through a monthly prospects training course. This is a free option to all of us. Everybody should have their clients on some sort of market report for their communities. An AdWorks sphere of influence campaign. Um, that's an annual campaign that is automated that you can adjust so that it's giving a message through social media um, and you can adjust that through based on different seasons. Our four times holiday card mail outs. Um, I love the St. Patrick's Day one. I'm not going to go too, too in depth because I want to try and get through this. Our 12 fun contests and giveaways each month, our charitable events. We do a lot of charitable events and, and even Ronald McDonald House cooking. Um, this is all regular times. Um, client appreciation events. Uh, we usually hold three client appreciation events each year. Uh, your annual home investment reviews and your toy drives. So all of this stuff combined ends up coming through a lot of contacts that keeps you in flow and it isn't salesy. So it's just ways to keep engaged and uh, remain in flow. Now, I broke down the cost of all of this and I used the 150 person. If you are doing all of that stuff that I suggested, including the four mailouts and the uh, invites to clients to the events and all of that sort of stuff in a normal year, all of that stuff is going to cost money and it's probably going to cost about $12,000. Uh, that would be your complete marketing budget for 150 people. Now, I'm going to get into the exciting part of it. So, there's two calculations. Whether or not you want to do an income-based goal or you know how many clients that you have or contacts in your phone or on social media, there's two different ways that we can make this calculation. So I'm going to walk through this for both people or for both different strategies. But out of curiosity, if you wouldn't mind just putting in the chat which way you would prefer to start a goal setting strategy, whether or not it's income based or whether or not it's the amount of people that you need in a marketing database to be able to predict your income. And I'll continue on, but 
This is just for my point of reference, so we know how to best serve you guys. Um, so I'm going to start with the income. If you know how much money you need to earn each year, or would like to earn each year, I would like you to take the um, income that you have, or want to have, divide that number by the average commission. Um, now, if you don't have an average commission, use $8,000. So let's say I want $200,000 in the year. I'm gonna divide that by 8,000. That gives me 25. Now, that 10% conversion ratio, I'm gonna divide that by 10%, which gives me 250 people that I need to have in my marketing. Um, so if I wanna earn $200,000 this year, I need to have 250 people in my marketing campaign that I am connecting with and providing value with. Does that make sense? Now, doing it the opposite way, the database, uh, if you know how many people that you have in your database, or you can scroll through your phone and find the number of contacts that you have, you would take that network, so I'll use the 150 again, 150 times the 10% uh, transaction ratio that we, we concluded earlier. And then you would times that by the average commission, which we'll use 8,000 again. That's $120,000 income. Now, if we're using that 150 person strategy, uh, that tells me that if we put in $12,000 for that marketing budget, earn 120,000 from that, that gives me a 10% marketing budget that I'm, I'm aiming at. Um, I'm hoping that that makes sense. We're gonna start working on these calculations a bit more and, and the managers are gonna be able to help with that, but uh, it's two really simple ways to calculate uh, an income or annual goal for you. So um, that's a, a bit about that and there's gonna be much more in depth conversation about staying in flow in tomorrow's ninja strategy session but i hope that those two uh, calculations help you if you have any questions this is going to be posted so you can go through the meeting again or you can reach out to myself or one of the office managers and we'll be able to help you out but um, i hope that helps that's it for the meeting this is our last cir live for 2020 so whoops <laughs> so hence the christmas sweater i hope you guys have a fantastic holiday season and enjoy and some nice time with friends and family, whether or not it's virtually or in your homes. But I'm wishing you guys all the best and we will see you in 2021. That's all we have for you today. And thank you so much for giving us your time and tuning in. Don't forget to like CIR Realty Business Mastery on Facebook and to follow us on Instagram. Take care, everyone.